You're commuting home with Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis on 77 WABC. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. Before we get to Dr. Mikolos, who's going to tell us about a possible universal cancer vaccine, we're going to talk amongst ourselves. There's been a major ruling. A federal judge says that the Biden administration must enforce the law at the border. Judge Weinberg, Ed Cox, can you explain what happens? Well, we know we have the open border problem because the administration has not enforced it. We know that the Border Patrol people have been complaining that they're not getting any support and all they are is acting as babysitters. Then what happened is the Secretary of Homeland Security issued guidelines. He said, look, the only people we're going to deport are people who we deem to be public safety risk or national security risk. Okay, the fact of the matter is it's the obligation of the administration to enforce all the immigration laws and this federal judge has told the Biden administration and this Homeland Secretary, mm-hmm. you have to enforce all the immigration laws. You have to protect the border. So between Title 42, the federal judge from last week that said that you cannot get rid of Title 42. Right. And this federal judge is two different federal judges. Exactly right. That this federal judge is saying that Biden and administration obey the law, protect our borders. What say you at cost? Biden's going to obviously appeal it. And he wants these people pouring across the border. The problem is the officers who are babysitting them, they then don't stop the drugs and the illegal things that are pouring across the border. My understanding is that the Biden administration wanted to limit the number of people they could even arrest, the Border Patrol. And this judge said no. That's you can't exactly limit. Right. You can't limit who arrest. How, if they're, if they're dangerous, if they're a criminal, you got to arrest them. Who Why are you to the say? The Biden administration is saying that we don't care about America's borders because they want I mean, he's us the to be He's the president of the United invaded. States. He's supposed to. He's supposed to protect our borders. Most How else he By the way, the world has heard him, and that's why people are showing up at the border and crossing the border. That's right. Because he gave him an open invitation to come to the United States. This is an abdication of his responsibility to enforce the law. I think it's worse than abdication. I think this is aiding and abetting, if we're going to use the oh, legal absolutely. terminology. Absolutely. What do you think, Ed Absolutely. Cox? He's an accomplice to this. He's an accomplice to the undermining of our democracy. Because well, you know that's true, Lydia, because, look, they're sneaking the people in in these overnight and flights in the middle of the night. And flying them around at 3 o'clock in the morning. Exactly right. So, so what does that tell you? That tells you there's intent to violate the laws. Right. When yeah. you're doing something in the middle of the night and you're doing it under a cloak of secrecy, it means you know you're doing something wrong, right? Exactly right. My, like my mother says, nothing good happens after midnight. let's go to dr peter mikolos we've been teasing this all along there is this incredible story out there could be a possible universal cancer vaccine dr mikolos tell us all about it well what's very exciting is that in the uh, leading reference of science in the world nature they published an article discussing a universal cancer vaccine scientists up at the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute have been working on it. And basically what happens is when we have a damaged cell and it knows it's been damaged and its chromosomal DNA has been damaged, it puts out this thing called a kill-me protein that then tags it so that our own immune system can attack it and clean it up with what we call our T-killer cells and natural killer cells. So what basically a cancer cell does is it sets up this uh, cloaking device so that the immune system can't see it, and it puts out this protein, and it's like a force field around it. So what this new vaccine has done, basically, 
It attacks cancer cells by decloaking and shutting down the force field that it creates around it and then makes the cancer cell visible to our own T killer cells and natural killer cells. And basically, you're removing the tumor's invisibility cloak. And now it's been, in the study, proven in mice, and they did it on melanomas and breast cancers, and it even worked on metastasis. And it's been tested in monkeys as well, and human clinical trials will be starting shortly. So, Dr. Mikolos, a lot of people don't realize that we all have cancer cells, but where we, you're t- we do, except we, we do. don't have that cloak. Like some people, they don't have the, their immune system doesn't recognize a cancer cell to kill it. And so what you're saying is that this vaccine would make our immune system be able to see the cancer cells and kill them before they multiply throughout the body. Right. A cancer cell wants to survive, and especially if it's in an area that's difficult to get to. That's why glioblastomas, for example, in the brain, because of the blood-brain barrier, it's very difficult to get cells up to kill tumors that are in the brain. And the same thing in the center of our abdomen, a pancreatic tumors, they're also very difficult and they're invisible to the immune system sometime. And that's why this is going to be a game changer because conventional therapies don't work well against those cancers. We do have right now these uh, centers for personalized uh, cancer vaccines. And basically they're taking a biopsy of your tumor and then custom making a vaccine to each uh, specific person's individual tumor because every cancer cell has its own genetic mutations. And uh, you know, while we're sleeping, doctors here, right here in New York at Columbia University, Sloan Kettering, places like Duke, and obviously the Dana-Farber study are making these personalized vaccines, but that could take weeks, and it can cost a tremendous amount of money. So this is an off-the-shelf universal cancer vaccine that attacks one specific spot, the ability of cancer cells to protect themselves from the immune system's, you know, clean-up killer um, activity. And that's why we also talked about why people who intermittent fast and let their gut rest have less cancer because while we're sleeping and our, our body and our gut is not focusing on digesting the last steak we ate, it's focusing on making those T killer cells and natural killer cells and going after cancer cells. So that's you know very exciting news, and I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen with these universal cancer vaccines and the great work that came out of Boston at Dana-Farber. It seems like we're moving at warp speed on uh, uh, all kinds of uh, medical research. What about that, doctor? What about that screening test for heart attacks based on an eye exam? Could you explain that? Well, the the thing with that study is it has not been uh, peer reviewed yet, but it is interesting because they looked at basically 500,000 charts and they looked at images of the back of your eye. Right now, in ophthalmology, which is the window we see the back of the eye, which is the window to systemic disease. When we see somebody has narrowing of the arteries, we tell them. How's your blood pressure? And they say, oh, I don't know. And then you arrange for them to take it, and it's sky high. Because when the blood pressure is up, the vessels appear very narrow, and sometimes they tend to branch out. And what they found is when people have an above-average amount of narrowing and uh, branching blood vessels, they found that those people, it was a predictor through the medical records they looked at in the past of having a heart attack, and they basically, for people over 50, and they adjusted for smoking, obesity, your BMI, and your blood pressure, and they found that they could predict whether someone would get a heart attack. So it might be something with artificial intelligence now when they look in the back of your eye, take a picture, put it in through the computer program, and it measures the branching and the narrowing and the size of those retinal vessels, and it might help tell people, hey, listen, you need to go get an EKG, you need to see your cardiologist, which is something we already do now based on clinical observation, but this will be a more standardized method with benchmarks 
that we'll actually be able to do as a routine thing in an office. But right now, ophthalmologists, you know, we see in the back of the eye, you can sometimes see people and tell them that they possibly have AIDS. If you see CMV retinitis, you can see toxoplasmosis, you can see syphilis in the back of the eye. Sometimes it has certain signs, sarcoidosis and other diseases can show up in the back of the eye. But wow. this is another advance <laughs> that's happening. And uh, thank God for uh, technology and uh, and the research and development money that's going into these companies. Because once you start stop the R and D money, that's why we're not seeing any new fantastic things coming out of uh, socialized medicine countries. But we're you know in free society, and people are spending and investing money and taking risks, and we're coming out with these amazing things and also philanthropy. A lot of these cancer institutes are funded by American philanthropy from a lot of men and women who are writing. Dr. Mikolas, before we have to go in her two, that's a new breast cancer drug. It has unheard of survival. It's a incredible drug trial. Can you tell us a little bit about that one too? Yeah, well, basically uh, different cancers, uh, types of breast cancers have subtypes and some of them are uh, more susceptible. For example, they have certain receptors on them called estrogen receptors and depending on the tumor, and again, we talked about before, you biopsy it, you see certain tags on that cancer and then that drug will work against a certain subset of those types of cancers and slow down the production. And again, we now know estrogen helps to stimulate many different types of breast cancers. That's why Japanese women and Japanese diets have very low breast cancer rates. When they adapt our American diet with the uh, estrogen-laden beef that we eat, uh, then, you know, you start seeing an increased number of uh, cancers happening because a lot of these cancers are sensitive to uh, hormones and this uh, new drug can attack and block those receptors and basically blocks multiplication of those types of uh, wow. breast cancer wow. cells. Wow, doctor, all that stuff it's going on in our body. Oh, my God. Well, Dr. Vinalos, thank you for bringing us up to date. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.